Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host, as always, Gnarly Nate. How are you doing this week, Nate? I am a fantastic, enjoying life and living the dream. Good to hear. I'm glad that that's an exciting time. I know you've been up to some very exciting variety streaming, and I've been taking a lot of what we've been doing here in stride as well. I want to talk about your variety times. Yeah, it's been really fun. So um, if you, a lot of you guys don't know and you're listening in the podcast, we um, I do a lot. Uh, I used to do a lot of variety broadcasting. That's where I kind of got my start originally. It's a long, it's a slower and harder grind to uh, kind of grow your viewership. Um, but I that's what I originally used to do. So I'm really happy to kind of be going back into it um, just because you, you always got to kind of uh, adapt and overcome. So I got it kind of branched out. I'm kind of dabbling with some new things and the community's taking it really well. I'm having an unbelievable amount of fun. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to be back into it. It's it's also nice. It's like when you play one game, you don't have to, like, follow the market, you know? Yeah. And then playing variety, I have to be, okay, how how much longer is The Witcher going to be up top? Like, how much can this this new Netflix show, like, hold on to people watching The, the Witcher? Right. So I get to ride the market and ride the waves. And it's actually kind of fun to, like, it's like, it's you know, you're predicting stuff. So it's really cool. Well said. Yeah, that's a very good point. And uh... you, um, you played a new game <sighs> recently, too. Oh, I did. I got addicted, man. I've been I've been keeping tabs on this MMO called Temtem. It's inspired by Pokemon. There's a whole thing about it. I can put a link in the description for anyone at the end. But Temtem, really fun. It is definitely going to capture that Pokemon nostalgia that people have. As long as as long as the launch is good. What's tricky is it's an early access year this year, and then it's coming to Switch and consoles with crossplay. So if they actually make it, you know, through the whole whole year on like a good step, good PR wave, then they'll be doing great. I think um, if the incremental content that they're releasing feels a little too small, that might be a little tough for them. But I got to say, like, I am 100% buying it as soon as it launches on the 21st of January. So I'm in. It, it looked really good. Like, I actually was watching you play the other day, and I love how, like, their choices aren't like <laughs> it's like a childish style game, but they yeah. give you just enough. Mature, they give you like mature enough like things that aren't like over mature. It's it's a nice little mix, you know. I it, like it a lot. It is. It's so again. It's it plays very much like your traditional Pokemon game that you've played on, you know, any sort of Game Boy or anything. But the, it's an MMO, so you can co-op. It's it's. Um, I think one of the I think the Pokemon games started adding that years ago. There were like two bat like two NPCs that you'd be up against or something like a team. And this one's similar where it's you by yourself fighting one to two NPCs or you and a friend fighting them. It's very fun. They've got it balanced very well. It's very much in that vein. Like you said, you get those weird dialogue options that, you know, they feel like they're from the Pokemon show, like so much emphasis <laughs> and like. But yeah, you can give reactions. They're like, no, your kid actually sucks at being a master at this they're probably not gonna have a future in it you just like <laughs> i deflated this npc mom the other day when i told her that she's like uh bye i guess her daughter's like crying <laughs> it's like you said it's got enough of an adult vibe to it but it it harkens back to your nostalgia as a kid playing through them so i don't know i'm i'm hooked on that and like like you're going into variety i think there's you and i were both talking new world for a second that's an mmo oh, that yeah. looks hot on the market Again, uh -huh. so long as it actually sells and does well. MMOs are hard to judge in their early stages. And 
I am so hopeful that that and Temtem kick butt this year. ESO's got big announcements as well. But you and I are both realizing that in our careers as streamers, we need to move beyond just one game. And um, so you're moving into variety, which is like you said, where you started. And I'm trying to actually focus in on MMOs. I kind of define my three categories as MMOs, survival, and um, strategy simulator style stuff. So that's where I'm going to focus. I mean, that's huge. I still always will have love for ESO. And Mm -hmm. I'm still going to be playing it, especially when new DLC comes out. I'm going to be playing it whenever I feel like it. You know, like I still like getting in there and doing it. But, you know, I do like having more of a focus on stuff uh, like little branching out. It's not never going to hurt you. Mm -mm. You definitely need to adapt and overcome as a broadcaster. So I'm excited about it. Absolutely. Oh, we got some interesting news this week, all courtesy of Nate. He was very on it. And boy, there are some topics here. The first one we're going to kick off to is this Forbes one. I'm going to put this link into, by the way, as a reminder, everyone listening via podcast form, we do this on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Codemster Studios every Wednesday night. I'm going to be in Vegas next Wednesday night. So I know live stream, but we're going to see about getting you guys something on the feed. But uh, look forward to us at what is it, 8 p.m. Eastern time, uh, 5 p.m p.m. Pacific on Wednesdays, and you can join in the chat here. We like to have some conversations like that. And kicking us off, Chad has shared with you this Forbes link. It is to a report, Amazon's Twitch not meeting ad revenue expectations. Oof, Nate, oof. Yeah, that's, this potentially could mean that, uh, oh my god, no way, Coke Gaming. That could uh, <sighs> probably be extended about 30 seconds on your uh, beginning to try to meet the demands of it. So depending on what um, depending on what uh, Amazon and its uh, sponsors decide to actually give um, do for Twitch, we'll see what happens here very soon. Yeah, let's read this top line here. It says, while Amazon's Twitch dominates the live streaming landscape, a new report from The Information citing people familiar with company financials, says it only translated to a modest $230 million in ad revenue for 2018 and a mid-year annual projection of $300 million for 2019. Couple that with the next line, which says, according to a report, Twitch was hoping to see an ad revenue between $500 and $600 million for 2019, uh, with a service eventually hitting $1 billion. But if they're estimating only 300 and they were hoping for five to 600 million, there's a missing yeah. 200 million. And with and then here's the thing is if it was mid-year, mid, up until mid-year, that was like the strongest we've had as a um, as like a company, you know, as like number wise across Twitch is really strong. And then Ninja and all these people left. And it was really Oof. rocky. Now I feel like we're now I feel like Twitch has went out and signed people. I feel like a lot of people in the community are like, oh, OK, like. Twitch is serious and then a lot of people are kind of like now coming back and putting footholds again and like really trying to grow their own broadcast. Like I've seen like a slew of people coming back into the platform after the holidays and really trying to start pushing and grinding again. Yeah. So I do think that we're going to recover it, but it's yeah, I don't I don't know what we exactly made here. They didn't really come out with a quarter four things. They just know that it is under the 500 to 600 million that was supposed to be there so depending on what's going to be happening with these ads coming up soon and everything else uh i mean because it's that's a lot of money i mean it is uh, 600 million and not coming up to it or 500 is a lot of money so here's the question though if they thought they weren't going to make it up to this line and, and this is just me saying i'm not a financial ad sense man so i don't understand this um, I'm wondering what the internal conversation slash equation was when they decided they were going to do no pre-roll ads 
when they, you know, they gave us that feature. If we run an ad, there's no pre-roll ads. So what did that, how did that factor in? Did they think that it's better for the streamer to force an ad or did this come out only like without them even paying attention slash knowing? Like, do, do you know what I mean? Did they come out of two different wings of the company? One was like, oh yeah, let's run this thing. And the other's like, no, 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 we're actually behind. How did this go? I, I really don't know how. Like, uh, I mean, the thing is, is like disabling pre-roll ads. May, it could potentially be it. So imagine like a broadcaster has like, we'll just say Dr. Disrespect at 24,000 viewers a day. And he has it set up. He has his bot set up. Like, like remember how you had yours where it's like, okay, yeah. we'll do a we minute and a half ad every 30 minutes. And, you know, people can just come in and out like willy nilly. You know what I'm like? Right. So say like if it's a, a caster of that caliber, well, yeah, they get like the, they get like the 20, let's say, maybe say like he does the ad at the beginning of the cast and there's only 6,000 people in there. And then in the, within that 30 minutes, he's at 12,000 and does one. And then like, you know, and then, but the, the subs don't get it either. So maybe he gets all the way to the point where there's 24. So it skips all those people or they come in and out in and out, or they usually get the free pre-roll ad. So maybe it did take some away. I have no clue. I'm glad they give us the ability to do it. But at yeah. the same time, I, as long as it's not at the, 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 I guess the um, sacrifice of us having like because I've been now that I'm doing variety, I've been going to a lot of people's streams, and I don't want it to be like have to spend an extra long time watching an ad just to see if I even like this broadcast or not, you know. Yeah, I've been running a lot of what I like to call the pee break ads, and I have my bot set up to like spam out a funny, you know, whenever I do that. But I try to make it very clear. I'm like, I'm getting up, you're getting up, we're both stretching our legs, the ads are gonna run, nothing, you're not gonna miss anything, like I'm gonna take the dog out or whatever. And I, I like to think that's helpful. I mean, I will say, uh, without obviously revealing numbers and things, because I don't think Twitch technically allows me to, I increased my ad revenue for December, but did you also see that they offered Twitch streamers more like incentive to do it there was something out there about like if you ran ads during a window i saw this being posted if you ran ads during the holiday season like christmas you could make extra money off of ad sense or i did not see that but i have kind of also been hiding under a hole You're trying to fine. get my train back on the rails You're fine. So, I mean, um, um, let me see twitch extra ad money christmas 2019 let me see what happens when i Search this, see if I can find any documentation. But um, yeah, I saw this floating around, especially on Twitter. People were talking about it. Um, it's, I mean, it sounds like it's a quality thing. I'm just curious now how that started to play into this. Like, how did, how did Twitch decide that? Were they, were, is this because they were eager to make that money? They wanted streamers to run more ads. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's a good way of doing it, though. I mean, you can legit like uh, push a. Uh, push someone to push, you know, like yeah. do more ads. I yeah. mean, that'd be this is a smart thing. Maybe they're trying to make the quota for the end of the year. Very interesting. Oh God. I hope this doesn't fall apart on us. Like I, I just don't want the blowback from this. It seems like a lot of companies have made this kind of move in the last couple years. Cause they don't feel like they're either. They're not making the income they really need, or they just don't feel like they're making the income they need. And so they crank. Yeah. It. Yeah, I'm hoping. We'll we'll see what happens. I'm I'm pretty sure Twitch is just gonna understand. Um, because one thing that I was looking at is like Fox Business did a thing about how we have the new consoles being released, mm. end of, but those those are end of year. Those aren't like that. But so I think that more 2021 is going to be uh more influential for that to actually come through. But we do have a lot of exciting games coming out, like 
Um, nothing too much in quarter one, but the beginning of quarter two, I mean, like all these variety games and usually, and this is one thing I've noticed with Twitch is their numbers almost coincide with game releases. So like, say like, uh, I don't know, like cyberpunk comes out, like you'll see a spike of viewership of people that don't watch Twitch every single day. You see the site raise up with like, um, recurrent viewers and it takes a longer time to taper off. But the longer a new game release hasn't come out, like the more it keeps going. So I'm hoping that it does stem the um, stem all the uh, I, hope it, I hope all these new releases stem the community and yeah. bring more people into Twitch. Yeah, kind of spark it back and maybe maintain without. I mean, that's like you said, I think that's the biggest and hardest thing is any content creator on Twitch. Exactly. To your point is that when the excitement dries up and this is where I did a lot of reflecting for last year. Um, when we had elsewhere launched in Elder Scrolls Online, it took the community to a level I had personally never seen. Um, Twitch got mo a lot of us on the homepage at that time. That was huge exposure, but it did not last more than about two weeks afterwards. So like you said, you know, if you were someone that were, you know, if I were more variety or you were more variety at that time, it would have been a great time to ride that wave before it crashes and, you know, then you deal with the fallout. Um, it'll be very interesting if those consoles, like you're saying, aren't until the end of the year. I don't know how it's really going to help up front. That's what I'm uh, that's what I'm not sure about either. I do know that we're taking a lot of technological advancements in uh, the gaming world. Uh, there's a 360 hertz monitor coming out for oh. pro players, I guess. Whoa. And like there's a lot of like really good things like in there. There, there's even a leak about a new graphics card. It's like, so instead of it be like a 2080 Ti, it's going to have a new architecture on it. So all oh. these new 2080s are going to be like, or like 20 <laughs> series are going to be obsolete and there's going to be new. Oh but um, they're also going to be pushing down the new, with having the 360 hertz monitor coming out, they're going to be pushing down the price of 144 hertz monitors. So that's going to stimulate people to be like, oh man, now I can get a monitor, 144 or 144 hertz monitor for only $150. Yeah. So there's a lot of little things that you like in the market that really get people excited and back into gaming and watching broadcasts and stuff along those. So I'm hoping that with this future stuff, not only those this but the hype of the console, knowing the console is going to be coming, like with like uh, PlayStation taking out, pulling out of E3 and only doing CES and with Xbox sticking with E3. Now we got like hype on the beginning of the year for CES. We got hype for when the middle of the year when it is uh, E3. We also have all the packs in between. So I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. I think that. I think we're definitely going in the right direction with stuff, but I we really need the hype because right now we're going through one of the lowest peaks we've kind of went through as a casters and as yeah. a as a community of gamers. Yeah, I think that's so true. I, I really wonder, I mean, I know this is getting a little off topic, but tying exactly what you just said on top of the aggressive amount of cancel culture that came out in 2019, mm -hmm. that sort of like, if you're not with us, you're against us mentality. I wonder, you know, did those two... Oh, God, I feel like Twitch is the perfect storm. They had, like you were talking about, this hardware-software issue in 2019, or lack mm. of. You got the cancel culture, and then we got Twitch, like, fumbling every ban in the book, and then it all winds up just being this smoothie of death, like this horrible concoction of awful yeah when it rains it pours what's oh. that what's the effect when uh when it, when it, you know when everything goes bad what's it called again uh, is that murphy's law we're thinking yeah of? murphy's law you know anything that's bad true, that though. will happen will happen yeah and it's it it, it, it did i mean it, it was uh we definitely uh i mean if you weathered the storm though you're going to come out tougher and stronger than any other broadcaster after this so 
you know, if you're listening to this, keep keep your head up and keep pushing forward. That's for sure. Mac asks a great question in chat. She says, do you think people are getting tired of Twitch? And I think that's kind of something you and I have talked around in the last couple episodes. Uh, you know, this idea that maybe it's lost a little bit of its shiny newness in a way. What is really crazy that I've learned recently is perception. So I so I had a couple people ask me that, but they've all kind of been in this our circle of people watching. Uh-huh. You know, they yeah. watch almost the same types of people. Well, I asked a completely different group. Um, I have uh, this other guy, Strikes, who is a he's a young buck. He's like just out of high school streamer, 19 years old, I think, you know, all let's go get him. And I started kind of like getting incorporated with his group because as, as a caster, I want to be able to appeal to all audiences, sure. not just old and young and like trying to, you know, I'm trying to stay hip, you know, yeah, how do you feel as kid over here? And um, I started talking to him about it and his whole, this whole slew of kids, they're all about it. Like they're Good. all about variety. They're all about, I think it's just our, our bubble of people are, yeah. and it's, it's perception, you know, it's like. We see it as it sucks, and maybe your, all your friends see it as it, but it's like, you know, yeah. other people out there see it differently. But I think it's just like our bubble of people that see it as it's not, it's losing its, its shine. But really, when it comes down to it, it's it's not the company. The company is like, it's like an empty mall, and then the stores are what make that mall like tick. Yes. And it's like, we are the store. So if we're not providing, that's just kind of thing. There's always new people out there to replace and do stuff. And I just think we were very shaken after the whole ninja shroud and everyone leaving. Mm -hmm. But I think we're starting to realize, oh, it's really not as bad. And I think everything's starting to gel back together. Yeah, I think that's a great way to say it, actually. That makes a lot, a lot, a lot of sense. Um, And and especially to what you said, you and I especially ran in a very isolated circle for uh, a while. So, you know, anytime you step out of that, I'm sure you you see different things like that. And I'm glad to hear that the newer generation are, are clicking with it. That sounds so weird to say. I don't consider myself old, but glad to see that it's not all just TikTok. There are Twitch streamers out there coming up, which is very yeah. Fair. No, I, I watched. I watched this kid. Not even kidding. Eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. Looks like a looks like he's sixteen years old. Maybe seventeen or you know like fifteen. Yeah. He was playing like. He was playing Total War Warhammer over the top clicking. And then the next day he was playing Tropico. And the next day he was playing a city builder. And then he was playing like he was like playing real games. It, it's crazy. It. It's just I think we just get in our bubble and we yeah. don't like peek out because, you know, there's I think there's what 4.4 million broadcasters on Twitch that do it like at least one time a month. And, you know, the top yeah. the top uh, the top percent that gets paid, the top one percent, that's like 60,000 people. And that's every dayers. So there, there's a lot of broadcasters. We just got to look out of our little bubble. I think that's very well said. Uh, speaking of all these different one percenter broadcasters, our next article is from The Verge here. <laughs> this one, segue, is how one company orchestrated a talent war between Twitch Mixer and YouTube. <gasps> Go figure. I think we talked about this once before, but now it's here in text, you guys. Uh, Loaded is... Wait, Loaded, that's the company's name, by the way. I always forget. Loaded is behind streaming's biggest names, including Ninja Shroud and Co-Rage. Is it Co-Rage? Co-Rage. Where's Co-Rage? Co-Rage. Dr. Lupo, Tim the Tatman, and uh, Lyric's also their clients. Very well said. I, uh... So what do you know about this, Nate? Anything in particular we want to skim through here together? Yeah, actually, there... Uh, I mean, you, if... The, what I know is that there, there, it, it, 
there's only a few companies that are over top of all these massive broadcasters. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like if you notice, like Dance Gaming, his e, his emotes the same as Giant Waffles, as giant as same as like a like uh, I think Tim Mac, and they're all part of like the, they're under the same organization as well too. Mm. And they're like an agent that looks out over them, kind of like kind of like organization. So the way it breaks down, it's like organizations are the people that will kind of not. Some organizations are good, but most organizations are trying to like they get a certain uh, cut of the revenue and they give you like the peanuts or like little scraps over and they take like the mass of it. Well, these companies like, you know, like uh, I think it's like Nerd Fusion, I think it's called um, is what Dan's is. And one that Co-Carnage is a part of, which is massive um, streamer as well, too. A lot of and then FaZe Clan and Loaded. So these people are just these massive, massive, like they 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 take not even the not even the top, they take like the top 0.01% of Twitch or whatever it is. Like the they skim off the top, and there are there's only a couple companies that are over top of them. I do know this. So it's just kind of crazy because these the, those names you said, those mm-hmm. were the top. Like there was no one, like Tifu was like the only person above them. And like Co-Carnage and maybe like a couple other people were above them in viewership. Every single one of those persons had 20K views, average. Hmm. So it's kind of crazy to think that this one agency did it. But um, they they definitely orchestrated. Did you, I mean, you went over though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they orchestrated it. So they're the ones that kind of went out and got these people deals. They're the ones that are kind of behind um, splitting up like, hey, Ninja, you should go over to here. You should go over here. Trying to, I think they're trying to drive competition uh, between it, but it's kind of crazy because it's almost like monopolized. And that's why it's kind of sketchy. Yeah, and I admit, I mean, this is what I used to work in, kind of, sort of. Like, I, they, they're describing themselves as a talent agency. And we used to, used to do that for a job as a full-time thing. But I don't know. I've been out of the space for about four years now, so I'm a little behind on how the Twitch streaming ones are going through. Like, are these guys just filling the roles of actual talent agents, like getting them sort of gigs? Uh, or are they filling the role of full management? Like, I think I, I think because it's the Wild West, they are filling in as many spots as they can. Again, if this were Hollywood, it's very separate. Like, everyone's got their role, and they all got to stay in their lane. Otherwise, you know, the big money that is, they kind of nip at each other and get into fights but this i think is like a company just going in there and like we're just gonna take as much as we can until someone stops us which brings up that point of like yeah what is this is this a monopoly if if they're playing these big companies off of each other i think that still happens in hollywood on occasion i just don't know i think there's more uh rules in there and it does look like dan is signed to these by the way dan's gaming i see his emote up on their website or his logo they got ninja shroud lyric yep this is a lot summit there's a lot here. This is very interesting. This is on Loaded's website? Um, yeah, it is. It's loaded.gg. All right, thank you. Uh, yeah, dude, that's... It's just... It's unreal. I mean, there was a couple other people that weren't under that... Um, well, it says it wasn't under the umbrella. Like, um, I do know King Goliathan that switched over. Ewok that switched over. The only thing is, is, like, they're a part of, like... They're a part of certain people's things, like... I know King Goliathan's always been behind Xbox for mm-hmm. the longest time. And then he went because of that, you know, and Ewok went because Ninja and Shroud went and she only plays uh Fortnite, you know, like right. I think people see the little things that they need to do. And that's, it's kind of like the trickle effect, you know, it's like, it's like, if you don't know any better about me or like as me as a broadcaster, but I'm going to, or, you know, or like I'm Ninja size and I'm like, I'm Ninja and I'm going to go to the mixer because mixer is amazing. And like people are like, well, I'm going to go to Mixer, but really it's the only person that's going to make out. It's like it's like a pyramid scheme. 
or like uh what are the things like um the herbal life scheme where it's like <laughs> hey you know you come over here i will make you a manager you get two people under you to become a manager and you those two people get two other people to sign on and those two people get them and i think that's kind of how they kind of went at it like that's how i see mixer and how they went at the whole like approach of doing it ah. facebook is kind of doing it too and um because disguised toast is a huge i think uh league of legends streamer went over to um facebook as well too so i don't know interesting i mean like i said i'm just not as up on it as i used to be about what what role they should be taking and i don't remember if there's like legislation that stops them from doing that and kind of you know pushing through and, and charging these exorbitant fees and getting others to do that uh it is very questionable though when they when they push i mean a talent agency's job is to book the most, the best gig for their client so that they can reap the most reward off of it. And again, I question what, because, so for example, California has very strict laws on becoming a talent management agency. Like you have to be bonded and have all this. And there are strict percentages that you can take, although I'm sure new talent gets ripped off. This happened to YouTubers years, you know, these last 10 years or last maybe even 15. How long have YouTube been out? 2006? I don't know how long that's been. Yeah, it's like 2006 or 2008. So, it was whenever the iPod years, Nano was out. So about the last 14-ish so, yeah. years, since YouTube came out, they've been getting bigger, and they've been having their people get ripped off left, right, and center. Um, I think it was Awesomeness was a, a, one of the groups out there. I don't know if they were one of the ones that did bad, but I kind of remember all these old YouTube scandals of past. And I think this is just our time to have it in the Twitch space, you know? Talent agencies coming through, signing kids. I'm using kids roughly, signing kids up, and then boom, you know, we're fighting them against one another to take as much money as we can from Twitch Mixer, etc. So, yeah, do you, do you know what's crazy about? And that's the whole thing. It's like how much cut do people get? Like if they sell, like say Ninja signed a deal for yeah. uh, millions and millions of dollars, and then they get like one million out of you know, there's like a whole bunch. Do you know what's crazy about the whole thing? Remember how I was like, well, Dan's gaming, and then and uh, Giant Waffle are part of the same organization. Well, that organization is a sub organization of this. So Loaded.gg actually owns or has Dan and Giant Waffle in their scene right. and the whole thing. So it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, oh, yeah, we are, um, you know, you can get yourself a luxury Lexus, which really it's just a Toyota, you know? Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's kind of one of those things. So it's one of those, I don't know, it's just, it's very sketchy. It's like Wild West business tactic. It is. There is a lot of money in, in broadcasting, especially these names that they have over here. Like, there's a lot of money in these people. The old, the, the, the popular one, and I'm, I'm quoting this from Wikipedia, and this matches what I, I've known before, but it says... Um, the agent's job to get talent commissions. Talent's the only person who can get the job. For their work, agents take a 10 to 20% commission of the gross, depending on whether the job is union. Like, that, so in Hollywood, that'd be like SAG and AFTRA and stuff, or not. Um, so in this case, yeah, I mean, you're expecting 10 to 20%, unless there is no legislation that stops them from gouging or anything like that. And also, if these people are so... I don't want to use the word, uh, I guess the word be green, being green to how that sort of insider stuff works. I'm sure yeah, every celebrity uh, gets ripped off their first agent. I do much. know that I, okay, so the, um, this company is based in California, so they probably have to follow the same legislation. Probably then, yeah. So at least there's it's, some protection. Yeah, Los that, at least they can't wander amok so much because there's the other really big agencies in town that's like, um, yeah, there's a lot. There's WME, a bunch of other big ones, uh, Creative Artist Agency. But and, and, and I think I, I know YouTubers have been getting signed by those ones, the big traditional ones. So I'm actually curious how long Loaded lasts before it gets eaten. But the problem is when I was out there, there were still some that, that some of those big 
talent agencies were suffering financially. So that was kind of weird to see. You'd think that they would be the most loaded companies, if you will, loaded, get it? But uh, they were still suffering. So I don't know why. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, the biggest thing is, is just the bringing it to people's eyes so people understand because that's the whole thing is like because i you you know a lot of these people like think that it's viable if you're an mm like actually i'm, I'm just gonna tell say the person say it. nelstar nelstar oh. had made a tweet the other day and it was um man i really wish mixer would shine some light on people that play mmos and rpgs okay because when you go over there no one watches it so it's one of those things where it's like you're an rpg or an mmo player and you're like hey i'm gonna go to mixer that's probably my best chance of being discovered a lot less people people will be able to come more traction whatever else it's one of those things where it's almost like false. It's like because you're not Ninja, you're not Ewok, you're not King Goliath, and you didn't sign a multi-million dollar deal where you're gonna be you're gonna have that money. So it's just kind of like it's kind of it's it's very misleading. Same with Facebook. It's like Facebook is legit just throw money. Like that Karina girl got something like I know it was past six figures or past uh seven figures. It's more than a million dollars. So I do know that much. And same with disguised toast. So it's like these people are getting paid millions and then it's like convincing other people to leave when it's like, yeah. I think your best bet right now is Twitch. I, I think that it's tried true trust. It's tested, battle tested. They, they know that they make mistakes. They try to change. They try to do what they can do for the most part. So, well, I mean, I think that, I think the big takeaway from this is it'll be very interesting to watch what these companies are up to because uh, you know i mean it's just going to have impacts on the rest of us first of all when it comes to ad revenue like we just mentioned for the previous story this stuff definitely ties into that there's no way twitch's bottom line is not impacted by the fact that they've got people manipulating their top names so now where twitch was paying people i'm guessing zero dollars you know they weren't paying ninja before to that i know of um, and now they're not only, you know, they're paying to lock these people down while suffering blows from losing their previous big talent. So it's going to be really, really interesting. I mean, it's, it is yeah. shaping up like modern Hollywood where these these are almost like your movie studios. And then you've got these talent agencies running around and, you know, manipulating the movie studio. So. Cyclical. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly like think of it like uh, think of it like you're a country and you have a bank and you have all mm -hmm. this money in the bank. This is the money you're used to having and having someone like manipulating or controlling all these banks and taking money out of this country and moving to a different country. And it like causes instability or instability into the like the economic system of it. So I think there's going to there needs to be some type of repercussion or at least being able to watch it. But like I said, it's the Wild West so that's unregulated, no rules. Yeah, and I, I just don't remember well enough how Hollywood does it. So listeners out there, if you know, shoot us a message and, and let, remind me because I don't remember if there's like anti-competition clause things. I don't think that there is. I think that they just – I just think they all deal with it. But I don't remember, so you deal with it. Um, I don't know, man. I, th I think the ramifications are going to be interesting to see, and I want to also remind people, be – be do your research on any sort of deal sponsorship partnership uh, especially if you get i can't tell you how many spam messages i've gotten in the past kyle we think you'd be great for our team and we want to take a small commission from your stream blah 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 like i've gotten those before and i my i just sickly you know maliciously like to write back so what's your favorite thing I've done on stream in the last two days or something like that? You know, they never respond. <laughs> I actually did have one, though, that um, 
was like, oh, we really enjoyed da 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 da. And I never really continued conversation. Like I responded once more and we just left it. But it's always funny how people are just trying to scalp, I guess, or just, you know, scoop up a lot of newer streamers, which is primarily our audience. So just be careful. Don't sign on to anything too soon, especially if it sounds too good to be true. It definitely is. Um, ask friends, ask other people that you may do research and see how they feel about the company. Yeah, there. I mean, and then this is going to be my last little part, so we can yes. move on. But um, I mean, Harris Heller actually did a whole, um, a whole thing on YouTube about it, about how like if you like what Razor has to offer, if you want to get sponsored by them, what all these other organizations like, if you want to get sponsored by them, what they give you, and pretty much what it is, you're devaluing your self worth by taking these things because they're like, oh, you'll slap a logo on whatever you want to do because you don't know how much your content's actually worth and how many viewers you get. So there's a whole thing with Harris Heller. It's like talking about sponsorships and organizations. So definitely as a new broadcaster, the one thing you want is you want a sponsorship. You want to slap Logitech on the side of your thing. So it shows that, you know, it kind of shows people they have validation. But one thing you really need to do is just kind of mellow out, relax, try to like uh, try to actually kind of dive into it, not like or yeah. not dive into it. Just be weary. Yeah, you want to, I mean, I, I don't know if this is getting us off track, really. It probably is for our last, no, we're, we got just one pe more piece of news after this. Yeah, so we have fine. time uh, to say, I mean, I, I after working with my previous, my, my sponsor that is kind of fading out right now, Sunday Scaries for the CBD stuff. I mean, they were giving me a very uh, hefty, I think it's 15% commission or something like that like it was or no i'm sorry it's 15 dollars for every sale i made which is a lot in my opinion uh, you could do your own math and work that sort of thing out but that's really great in uh in, in the scheme of things they're they're really high off i've seen some other companies trying to offer like two or three percent or at least that's kind of getting to that amazon affiliate territory which again like you're saying really be wary about what your value is and don't undersell <laughs> it like it doesn't hurt to push back. I think there's that age-old trope that many people are afraid to, uh, afraid that they're going to scare away a sponsor. You're not. At least I don't think so. The worst they're going to come back to you is say is like, "Not nah, too high. We can't do it." And then you decide. You know, do you want what they're offering, or it's like negotiating a job? But in this case, you're not scrounging um for scraps, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, another thing is too is if you get to the size, like say you're like uh, you're a broadcaster and you have like I don't know fifty to one hundred fifty people watching mm -hmm. you, and you do have affiliate links, and say you blow up to the point where you're having five hundred, six hundred people, and you have a real company coming up to you and be like, hey, uh, we'll give you like oh god, I was going to drop something, or like like have you have any previous sponsors in the past? Yeah, and you're like yeah, like G Fuel's my sponsor. Affiliate link affiliates are not considered sponsors no. in the the industry. Correct. By the way, um, just uh, just a heads up because I've I've seen like I when I was at E3, I've seen someone like legit like get crushed. They're like, no, that's not a real sponsorship. No, it was like no, like that's nothing because yeah. that that's like the thing. It's like you know you you put up this you put up this logo mm -hmm. and like you you show off their stuff for free. And like, you know, the, the thing is, they want to get as much out of you with spending as little bit of money. They want you to advertise without spending anything. Very, That's what you're saying. Very accurate. That's actually where that Sunday Scaries one started to, to, to fall on that line, because I was technically started as an affiliate and moved on to a sponsor in that way. Um, and so for background sake, for what Nate, Nate's saying, like, if you're sponsored by a company, they're going to go out of their way to do things for you. That's 
pretty obviously the exchange. So whether it's monetary, whether it's via social networking on their own platforms, whether it's a straight payment to your account, that's where it falls into sponsor territory. Like Nate said, anything that you're just getting an, an, a, a link for and like, hey, here's this. You, They never sent me art assets. You know, none of this. This is all me. I'm putting this out there. Buy it and I get a kickback. Like, I'm a humble affiliate, humble bundle affiliate. They call us partners, but we're still affiliates. <laughs> we're not, they're not writing me a check every month just because I'm putting their brand out there. That's the difference. Yep, huge. And so just be cautious. Read up on stuff. Watch that video that Nate mentioned a second ago. Uh, and, yeah, and just Harris Heller has a bunch of stuff. Alpha Gaming, like we we I like I I've only met him like in IRL like, maybe like six times. Like and actually we know kind of each other, but only mm -hmm. when we see each other. So we don't have any connection with him, but he does have some fantastic stuff. Don't one hundred percent agree with certain topics, just like anyone else. Like Ashley and Christ, don't give a I don't have a hundred percent agreement, but she has some yeah. good points. So try to uh, weigh it out yourself. Definitely check out Alpha Gaming as well. Whew, so talking about money, moving us into this next article again from The Verge. By the way, this is for everyone on YouTube. These are in the description below. For everyone on the podcast, this is in your podcast show notes, dependent on your player where it hides that button from you. So this one is Twitch will launch Height Train this week, which means you'll get emotes for going off in chat. Wee! It gamifies yeah. hype on Twitch, says the Verge. So we talked about this back what during the TwitchCon news, I believe. Mm -hmm. We didn't. We kind of knew what it was. Kind of didn't know what it was, and it's exciting. Yes, it is. It, cause, cause this is the little. Uh, it's a message that will appear above chat, uh, and it will start filling up this hype train as things are as people are giving subs and bits. I believe is that correct? It's for both. And yeah, um, yeah, I think I think it's for both. I think that um, they have little things. I do know, like, I mean, keep going. No, 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 no. you're right. It's basically an uptick in subs and bits. So it is confirmed in here. It is. It is both. Uh, it'll kick off a countdown timer. The timer ticks down. Viewers who donate above 100 bits. So that's the minimum. will fill the meter that distributes emote rewards for everyone who's donated. If the meter fills up before the timer ends, a new level is unlocked. And the more you donate, the more it fills. It's not just for charity. Any, any partner or affiliate that has the feature enabled can have a hype train start. This is exciting. Whew. Gamification uh -huh. of this was needed, my dude. Yep. And what's really cool. And uh, so there is there is about the, the levels have like so they have like the hype train and then like so it starts out like the way that they're showing it here is like we should we should have made that little thing so people could see. These I know. <laughs> but it's like the, it starts with the train and then a, like the start of the train. Then it's a second car, third car, fourth car, fifth car. Well, those are customizable. You you can upload your own emote into it. So I know Burke Black is ha he has ships. So it's like the front of the ship, the middle of the ship, the back of the ship, you know, like it goes there and then it unlocks an emote for the chat and you get like a special emote. And then he has different versions of the ships and they just keep getting bigger and bigger and better and better because you go through levels every time you do it. And then you get like certain things, but they have um, they also have like these. It's really neat how they have it set up. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent in depth with everything, but it is really neat. Like, and I like it. And the, the thing is, I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye out for the beta. So here's the thing is if any of you guys are like, oh, man, I didn't get channel points when they first came out. I wish I would have had them instead of waiting until like now to get them. Yeah. Well, here's here's the craziest thing is that um, 
you can sign up for the beta anytime. Like with channel points, uh-huh. you can sign up for the beta. So as soon as we get that information, because I, for one, am willing to spend whatever money on my emotes to make it look pretty and get stuff done. So I will have information when it does come out with a link in the beta. So if any of you guys are listening and you want to be cutting edge, uh, this is definitely the place to listen and watch because yeah. I'm going to be trying to find that as soon as it comes out. Cause I think it's really neat. It's a good way, especially if you're a full-time broadcaster Because like someone like me, I don't ever want to hide. I don't ever want to sell out. Like I never want to put like, like I don't mean it. If you can put up your sub goal or whatever, just personal preference. Mm-hmm. I never want to put that, that sub goal up there and everyone put like a donation goal. So this is something I can do where it's integrated in Twitch where yeah. I don't feel as bad. Yeah. Like it doesn't make it like, look like I'm sitting out here like, please give me money. I'm hungry. <laughs> well, know? that's so exactly I like, like I, I, I'm personally an advocate of the, the, the sub goals and stuff like that. Like you said, you're not against them. I, I, I advocate for them because I do believe in the gamification of things. And I think you're right. We've needed this on Twitch for a long time for people to get back for doing it. And there is something to be said. There are. It's hard for us as tw- everyday Twitch streamers to remember that every day there are people coming to the platform that don't know what bits and subs are. And I've I've not seen that so often recently, I will say. But I, I, I've still gotten that not too, too long ago, like in the last two months where someone was like, what are what are subs? How do I do that? Why would I do that? And it's one of those things where it's a, it's such a, we talked about this before, insular culture here. It's hard for people to know what's going on on Twitch. And this is a great way to highlight that. And for someone that's never even been to the platform to feel that hype, I like I showed it for a second on screen what you're talking about here because they have level one through five that will unlock as the hype train goes up and they're going to get train looking emotes that have like critters there like a griffin looking thing and sasquatch. Yeah, those those all those ones right there are, are those- customizable. So that's and are these the like, default? So one, you I'm don't guessing? even have to have those. No, I think there's these are just an example. I think I'm not sure what if they're going to give you like a. They'll probably give you the basic ones, you know, like something more simple than that. Or they're going to give you these, but you can uh, you can actually go in and edit them and make them a certain way. Oh, that's so cool. So that's a that's a way for. So these are just contributors to the channel that will get this, meaning people are actually paying into a goal to get these emotes is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I think it's the people that are dropping the thing. I don't think it's just random people in the chat. chat, If I do remember, I think it's the people actually drop it, which is really cool. Um. I, for one, uh, Kyle, I don't know why Twitch hasn't integrated this earlier because uh, we, if we do a hype train or goal train on ours, they don't get the money and they get like a percentage of the money on this. So I'm surprised Twitch hasn't done this before. Wait, they try to get their cut. Oh, wait, wait. Say that again. What do you mean? What say that? One more so, time. so on like on like um, so like I have friends that do hype trains like on their things. Like um, Zeldathon comes up and they had a hype train, and it's like every you know you have like. 30 seconds of every like for a new donation to roll in and there's like a sign and it rumbles and I'll fall off after 30 seconds. Oh, so people just kept donating three dollars, three dollars, three dollars. And it was for St. Jude's and they got up to like, I think, two thousand five hundred like a train of three dollars. And they like raise like like I think it's like something like five hundred thousand dollars for St. Jude and just buy trains. And so I have like friends that actually have it on their thing where there's a hype train where like it feeds a beast and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But the thing is, Twitch doesn't get that cut because that money, it comes through like Streamlabs or something. It's not like bits. It's mostly like donations. So I'm surprised that 
Twitch hasn't done something like this because if you do like a sub train or like a hype train, you know, they get like a certain percentage of, depending on your contract, a certain percentage of your subs and they get whatever from the bits. Very so I'm well said. So capitalize on this. Huh. Okay. That's, I mean, I, I'm sorry. That's what I missed before was where you mentioned the donating outside, like the, the actual Streamlabs are elements. Oh, got yeah. you. That, that makes total sense. So, I, I mean, this is really cool. I have, a, I have a, an immediate question that I'm sure they don't have in their FAQ, at least I doubt. Uh, I think I saw that though. Train, hype train guide, FAQ. I did find it if it loads. My question is, if you change out these emotes uh, in the future, like how, how do we refresh the hype train excitement after maybe your biggest donors have gotten on board? Does this make sense? Like if these are the emotes that they're getting or if I can, let's say I can set my five levels of unique emotes, which is a lot of emotes. That's five. Yeah, that's times... tw- uh, five, six. That's no, it'd be six, six because after five, you finish 30. the train, you get that last one. So th- yeah. 30 emotes they could unlock on your channel, which is a great amount. But how are we hoping that there's new donors coming through all the time? Or if we, if if let's say a majority of my donators get to level five right away, how does how do we reincentivize the hype train for them in the future? Is can we yeah. I want to, yeah, I want to go to one of these big bra. I hope to. So one of the people working with this and like, I I mentioned this guy's name all the time. You're probably, I've never seen him. He dresses up as a pirate. He's awesome. His name is Burke Black. He is, he's one of the people. He's the one that got the channel points integrated. Mm -hmm, They mm -hmm. came up to him, asked him the idea. He's one of the main people. He's part of late shift. And, um, so he did one. So I will be keeping an eye on, usually I watch him on Google Chrome, but I'm probably going to keep an eye on his channel here very 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 soon because i want to see if he has anything like that's going to be coming up because i think it'd be just spectacular to see how it works because i don't know if it's like i'm not sure if it's like you know like maybe you keep the donation going and it's like or maybe you set your own donation goals to get there or maybe something i I don't know i have no clue yet so here okay so they actually have shot some of this into their faq right off the bat uh what if the hype trains happen too soon well then you need to what did they say this uh if it's happening too soon you need to up the create longer breaks between hype trains increasing the kickoff threshold da, 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 da. what if they don't happen enough well consider decreasing the cooldown period decreasing the kickoff threshold or both uh what if the levels are being completed too soon if levels are be, com- being completed too fast some viewers may not be able to participate in the hype train if the hype train levels seem to be completed faster than you want for your channel consider increasing the difficulty to harder settings for your viewers um, and here's the, I'm skipping one, but the, the final one says the hype train doesn't seem to be as exciting in long streams. If you have longer stream and the hype train's happening often, it can cause fatigue for your viewers. If this is the case, consider extending the cooldown period for your longer streams. So they're kind of already diving in on it, but those are all reliant on the streamer to be proactive. So, oh. Well, that's a huge thing that they wanted to do. They want to make sure that we had total control stuff. Yeah. So that way it felt better for us to be able to do stuff. Because that's a huge thing. They don't want it. They don't ever want it to feel like you're being forced. You know, pigeon, or yeah, yeah, forced to do something. So that's kind of like a huge reason why they're doing it. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I see the FAQ now. I'm so in on this, man. Like, I want this to be good, and I want it to work. This is one of those things, as long as you can get it set up properly for your channel, uh, fingers crossed it works really, really well. Again, my only concern is... 
I could see it coming. I mean, there's always, ah, I listen, I love the fact that they let us customize this stuff, but one thing that Twitch inadvertently does, and it, it's a double-edged sword, is that when they throw these controls to us, it lets us look like a greedy person whenever we set things too high so that we don't have hype trains every five minutes. So that's that's one thing that I've seen a lot with the channel points. People saying, ah, this is too expensive, and ah, it's not interesting enough. And I, I just hope maybe they've integrated some of that with this, or they've taken some of it into account. Yeah, the thing is, is they also got to look at it, like, only a top, like, you got to remember, like, me and you are, are like, in the top, like, 0.3% of Twitch. So, yeah. <laughs> like, we're, so they got to try to, like, understand that there's 4.4 million people on the platform and trying to, like, negotiate how much they can do. And it's, like, when they get, like, one hype train, they're probably super pumped, you know? So Dude. it's one of those things where you got to, you got to try to appease the mass audience and you can never appease when there's 4.4 million people. So, Mike, I guess a, a question that stems right off of that then is how is there, um, I wonder how that channel point thing wound up working out. If, if those are listening to us remember in one of the last episodes, I said I was going to turn on the channel point smart adjust from Twitch and I cannot find my channel points. Twitch, you're killing me. This new dashboard is kind of cool, but I also have lost everything. Uh, community. Partner and affiliate points. settings. No, it's it's hidden under... It's under community for channel points. Or if, or if you're talking about that, sorry. Yeah, anyway. I mean, no, I'm looking for it too. Oh, <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, oh, come it, on, Twitch, please. It's under community and then channel points if you're looking for that. I turned on the auto adjust with smart costs feature and I don't haven't heard anything from my audience about channel points since I turned that on. That's either good or terrible. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, because everyone, everyone always talks about mine being too high, but I'm like, hey, listen, like, People are legit spending 5,000 points on nothing on my channel because they think it's funny. So if yeah. you can't, you know, save up, but it's 100,000 points for you to gift me a sub, yeah, out of my own pocket. Like, it's fine. Whoa. Don't worry. I, the problem is I have so many people hitting 100,000 points in my channel that jokingly... 100K? I yes. Mean, oh, people are above that. I have, a, I have at least 125 what? person in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. People like you, man. They don't like I, me. No, I don't, well, I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe they just lurk a lot. But seriously, I have like an over 100K club. Like, if this were actual dollar bills, y'all, then we'd be rolling in it. But... I don't know what to do. I keep having people say, give me a hundred thousand spend. And I'm like, Ugh. but I do see if these are still accurate, that smart cost lowered the highlight my message down to 100 in my chat. Like it's like a dirt cheap thing to do, but I'm not seeing it spammed either because they know it's annoying. Look, uh, Kelly in there says I have 140 K points in your channel, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> that is nuts so that's why i beg the question with these hype trains like it's one of those things where you gotta set it fairly accurate from the start maybe crank it up and then lower it down or if you crank it up retroactively just be aware that your audience may feel like you are being a greedy person with that although this doesn't seem to be as obvious i don't think the hype train is going to be promoted in the same way like it feels like they oh. accidentally trigger it yeah, holy crap they have this okay i was just messing around with the dashboard no i like that idea i'm just seeing if i have hype train like the ability to turn it on they have a sound alert extension so you can uh um, so you can wait. donate a hundred bits and it could say just do it oh wait or it could be like gg and it's a sound alerts and it's an extension and oh, it is but and it is for biddies 
The only thing I warn about with that, this is this, this goes fair warning for everyone. If it's in the extensions, just be curious to see how much they take from it. Because I think it's a 30% cut or something that that person gets. 30% is way too high. Yeah, it it just, uh, I mean, I'll I'll definitely do a little bit of looking into it. I'm I'm definitely trying to get some like... I would love to work with you on like a YouTube video or something. Oh, I'm trying to get yes. like the dashboard, like um, understanding like what's going on with the dashboard and explain it. Cause I actually need to sit here and look through it. Cause it took me forever just to try to see if I have the, um, the other thing, like keep pre-roll ads on my channel, disroll or disable pre-roll ads when I run an ad. Yeah. You want that on. Holy That's crap. the thing. That's the so one keep way. it on. Well, Oh God, we're doing. Never mind. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. After. This is crazy. Uh, but I, do, I never, I haven't been in here. You like, need to it's look crazy. in there, man. But uh, the last thing I want to call out, though, with those inbit extensions, we'll talk about that in a further episode. They are cool, but everyone, make sure you look at that little. It's in small legal text. It says, "Subject to Twitch's legal terms and policies, the extension developer and the streamer will receive a twenty and eighty, respectively, cut. So for every one hundred bits or one U.S. dollar." Uh, the developer receives 20% of that and the streamer gets only 80. So that's, in my opinion, that's outrageously misplaced. Like this this app developer is making so much money off of this. If they're making 20% of every sound effect played on Twitch for an applet that doesn't look good, shade, thrown shade. I mean, it's boring. It looks like something out of the 90s, which is fine. But that's more like a, like a, a, a 1% cut, not like a 20%. That's crazy. That person is probably like doing this in their spare time. Just, I wish I were that person, Nate. I should be him yeah, or dude, her. You would have, we'd be fine. We'd I would uh, need a job. Go ghost hunting. I would be out there just then telling like, streamers like, hey, put some sound alerts on here. Every time they get a, a $10 thing, I get two bucks out of it. Like, come on. Uh, anyway, Twitch, thanks for the hype train. I really want to play with it. Give us beta access to it now. Yeah, I'm going to be looking for the beta and see if I can get into it as well, too. I think it'd be smart. Well, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. What do you say? Anything else to add on here at the end? No, this is real. I've been having a lot. I've been having so much more fun Uh, with Twitch and everything. (laughs) It was like 2019 ended, and I'm just like, wow, I'm having an amazing time. So, uh, no, thank you so much for always having me here. I enjoy myself and have fun in Vegas next week. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much. Yeah, so we'll keep you guys in the know about what's going to happen with that. Nate and I are going to try our last talk. We just had an hour ago was that we might try to meet up on Sunday to pre-record something. So what that means, if you're listening, you will not have a YouTube live that day. Nothing will be live. Your episode should appear in the podcast player as normal. Uh, and if you are someone that comes to YouTube to watch these anyway, uh, it'd be easy enough for Nate and I to flip on our cameras and still do a record that like go oh, I sm- smack stuff on my desk. Anyway, uh, you'd, we'd record it. It would appear up in the feed like normal. So don't knock things off your desk while you're emoting with your hands, people. Yeah, make sure you uh, keep your drinks away from your mixer, especially if you buy a GoXLR. Yeah, you'll ruin it. Sit on your hands while you're streaming and talking here, everybody. That's the good way to keep them where we can see them or not. Okay, Nate, why don't you tell the folks where (laughs) they can find you this next week all across the internet? Well, perfect. You can find me every single day at uh, 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate, and you can also find me on instagram and twitter at the gnarly underscore or uh, gnarly underscore nate <laughs> ttv and uh yeah i hope to see you guys sometime like seriously stop and say hi yes. like i i like look forward and love hearing from you guys so definitely stop in oh yeah that means a ton when you guys come by our channels and ask questions and stuff like that 
It also gave us the idea that we need to cover bots in the future because I saw a couple of you asking things about that, so we'd love to do it. Feel free to let us know those questions. And again, if you think about it while we're offline, you can use the email. It is pathtopartner at gmail.com. We're also both active on Twitter. All those links for us are in the show notes slash description. And uh, yeah, you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. My schedule is going to be crazy this next week. Again, I, I'm, I'm planning on doing almost an everyday stream until Wednesday of next week. That's when I'm kind of going to go dark for flight and everything. But I can I can allude to this without saying what it is. Check the elderscrollsonline.com website for news because there's going to be something and we're going to be mentioned in it. And there's a thing and you should look at it and be there and do things. Um, so yeah, there's a thing. Also, YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. There'll be stuff up there and twitter.com forward slash Kyle Dempster STU. Talk to you guys next week. Until then, good luck on all your endeavors in Twitch and all the streaming platforms. Bye bye. Toodles.